Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Play Together, Stay Together podcast brought to you by Paradise Golf Apparel. I am back in the studio. We got an awesome, awesome episode for you today. Big episode number 10, two hands, double fives, get the 10 up there. Uh, we have a two-part episode today where the first part, we're going to talk about parenting a teenager because it is difficult. And I'm sure there's a bunch of parents out there that are really asking for answers and need questions helped out with. Um, so for that, we have the beautiful Callie Henniger. Uh, that is our 17-year-old beauty uh, that's a junior in high school, and she is here. She's going to answer a lot of those questions, and we're just going to have a little dialogue about parenting a teenager, if you're cool with that. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, and then part two, we'll bring Rachel back in the studio, and we'll get back to our normally scheduled programming, but let's kick it off with parenting a teenager. Is it? Do you think it's easy or hard for us to parent you? I think you make it a little harder on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I you... think it could be a lot easier. All right. Well, explain that to me. Explain it to our, our listeners, right? Explain it to everybody. I think it's just a lot of overthinking. Okay. A lot of looking too deep into things. Like your personal life, school life. Like what are we looking too deep in that we need to back off a little? What I'm doing. What? Like, <laughs> that makes it sound like you're bad. No, just like, like what's going on 24-7 in my life. Yeah. Which I'm sure all the parents out there are like, well, we need to know. We're bad parents if we don't know where our kid's at, don't know what our kid's doing. But you're saying that we need to just kind of let the leash out a little bit? Yeah, you just got to kind of let me figure things out on my own. Okay. okay. I like that. I like a little trial by fire. Um, or have there been any situations where you feel like you've handled it really well when we let you figure it out on your own? Whenever I get lost somewhere. I was thinking about my way home. Today. Like driving? Yeah, I remember I was on the way to a basketball game last year and I got lost in Akron and my phone wasn't working and I got out of it. That was fine. Oh. No one really even knew just because I got off at the wrong exit. <laughs> well, it's probably a lot easier now with the technology that we have, you know, making sure that you can get where you're going. I'll tell you, one of the things that I think that you handled really well was Callie's a new driver, obviously 17, has her I'm own really car. Good. She's a really good driver. Um, and she got in a car accident on the highway. Well, she didn't, somebody hit her on the highway. Um, we had never really talked about that. Right. I mean, we didn't have a big, yeah, there was really nothing what to do. Yeah. So what did you do? I cried. Well, then I called you. (laughs) Well, you you pulled off, you contacted the police, you called me. I came, um, the officer was there for a little bit and then he left Left her in a bad part of town, which... (laughs) We talked to the officers about that, um, and hopefully we got that rectified, and then she was able to fill out the report. But, you know, one of the great things about having a teenager that I don't think a lot of parents take advantage of is they're smart. Like, well, at least mine is. I've met some, I've met some that definitely aren't, but she, she's like me. She's a problem solver. She figures it out. So me and her mom don't have, we don't have an issue. I mean, me and Rach don't have an issue you know, letting back a little. I think we do a good, do we? I think you do a good job of just letting me kind of, even I get frustrated when I feel like no one's helping me. Yeah. When you just let me figure some things out on my own. That's been the hard part because, you know, we have these conversations, you know, whether it's me and Rachel and Callie or just me and Callie or Rachel and Callie, and we try to figure out, you know, this is new to all of us. We try to figure out 
how do we want to go about parenting this way? You know, and she'll say, well, give me some space. And then she'll say, you need to care more. It's like a back and forth. <laughs> it's like, I want space on what I'm doing, but I want help on like adult things. Yeah. Right. Like making doctor's appointments. Yeah. Paying, like that that one stresses me out. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and I'm sure it does. But like everything else I pretty much do by my, like I can do on my own. Right. And I think we're very lucky in that respect because we don't have to monitor her schooling we don't have to monitor if she has gas in her car or, or you know, mm-hmm. I, I think our biggest issue is just keeping your room clean, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not but, good at that. No, but that's a teenage thing. That's yeah, I like be a it teenage. to be a little lived in. <laughs> that's what she calls messy is lived in. <laughs> lived so in. if your kids are saying something's lived in, it's messy. It's not bad, bad. It's they not could good, good. Be worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the big, the big struggle I've seen that I have, and I know that some of my other friends that have teenagers is time. That is what I want to talk a little bit about is that time. You know, we also have an eight-year-old that we get to spend a ton of time with because she can't drive. She doesn't have friends that live all over the place. She doesn't have anywhere to go. She has to spend time with us. And sometimes I feel like we force our teenager to spend time because you don't have as much as you used to. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, do you see kind of the same thing? Yeah. Yeah, does it feel like sometimes you're being a little smothered? Yeah, it feels like I'm like in restraint sometimes. Yeah, and that's something that I've spoken to with a lot of my friends that have kids. And, you know, I have one friend who has a teenage daughter, Callie's age, and they're friends. And he says, let them go. Let them go. When they want to hang out, they'll hang out. When they want to be with their friends, they'll be with their friends. And that is so hard for me. Yeah, you have a hard time with that. It's so hard. My mom's kind of good at doing that just because she's preoccupied with her little baby. Yeah. But she just kind of lets me go. And when we hang out, I value it a lot more Right. than when I'm being forced. And that's kind of what my buddy said. And for those of you that don't know our situation, so um, I had Callie when I was in high school um, with her mom. Um, Me and her mom obviously aren't together. I am with Rachel. Uh, We were never married, nothing like that. It was high school sweethearts. Um, So we have two very different parenting styles. Um, She has a great situation over there with her mom and her stepdad, and then a great situation over here with me and Rachel. Um, But it's just two different parenting styles. So she kind of gets to see... But it's also just easier because she kind of lives in the middle of everything. Like, it's easier for her to kind of just let me go more because I don't have to leave earlier. Right, because Callie goes to school in the city we used to live in, the city that her mom lives in. She still goes to school there because she didn't want to transfer mid Yeah, that makes sense. Um, So we live about 15 minutes away from that city. So Callie does have, you know, if her curfew's 11 o'clock, if she's staying at her mom's, she can leave at 10.50. (laughs) If she's staying here, it's more like 10.30. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's definitely a struggle, but we've tried to, you know, it works out. It's usually if I, if I ask yeah. to stay out, it's usually like, okay. Yeah. And we've really tried to push, I, I don't know if you've even noticed this, but we've really tried to push, uh, with you. What was the last thing that we really.
she asked if she could go with her friends and stay out a little later. And that was, that was cool with us because we got that quality time. That's what we want is the quality time. Yeah. And it's more of me just staying, like leave. It's more of like a leave by. Like when you say I can stay at till 1130, it's like, okay, I don't have to leave at 1030. Yeah. Now I can leave at 11 and still be home. And I usually I get home a little before. I like to leave on the dot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she I she doesn't really miss her curfew. And I mean we <laughs> Rachel and I are early to bed, so That's how I don't know how much we would we even would even notice. Know. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's been my big struggle is just the, the time, the quality time that we get to spend together and kind of the quality time that her sister gets to spend with her too is important, mm-hmm. right? Cause she, we don't want to hear her saying, oh, I miss Kiki. I miss, you know, we're being nice to me. <laughs> sisters, sisters will be <laughs> sisters, right? Yeah. Uh, what else, what else about being a teenager do these parents need to know? Our audience, a lot of them are parents, are married couples that have kids. What do they need to know? I think it's just letting me grow up. Yeah. Instead of, like, I'm not eight anymore. No. So I'm not going to be around as much. And I think for some people that's, like, easy. And for others it's not so easy. Yeah. But it's kind of just realizing, like, I have my own life, too. Right. That is the hardest part. Like, I have a separate... She's her own person. I'm my own person. I'm not just this family. Yeah. Oh, it's that's tough. That is tough. Um, well, awesome. Well, anything you want to leave anybody with or I mean, let I really go. just let me go. She's going to be 18 in less than a year, you know. 235 days. <laughs> Nobody's counting though, right? <laughs> I asked today. But um, yeah, and my advice to all the parents is Give them that leash, let them out a little bit, and extend that leash until they show you that you can't. Yeah, especially if I've never done right. anything. Good grades, doesn't get in trouble, you know, I mean, I think about... Like no reason. Right. Like, no, like, in-depth reason. No. Besides, because. Yeah, you got a reason for us? You want to share any reasons? No, that should... was like a because. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah, I, I agree. I completely agree. If, if they want a little bit of space, if they want a little bit of... You know, let me learn to live. Rachel and I have always been real big on that. And I know sometimes it frustrates Callie because we want, you know, when I grew up, my mom didn't make me do anything. If I wanted a different meal than everybody, she cooked it. If I needed to go to the doctor, she planned it. If I needed to get a shirt for homecoming, she bought it and, you know, it was on my bed. We're trying to make, and then there was nothing wrong with that. I'm not, Mm -hmm. you know, shitting on that or anything. But we're trying to make it a little more self-sufficient. Yeah, like I think I could take care of myself. I do too. Right now, one hundred percent. And I know a lot of my friends couldn't do that. No. And I think that makes me more confident in my actions, and that I'm comfortable to go to a school store alone. Yeah. And I'm comfortable to go get an oil change by myself. Like, even though when I did those things, I was hesitant. Yeah. And didn't want to right. fight you guys on it, but. I think even when I say, I'm like, I don't want to admit to this. (laughs) Like, it did help. Yeah. And now, I mean, you could could go out tomorrow and you could be your own person and live your own life Mm -hmm. and be fine. Yeah. And that is what I think all parents should strive for. You should strive so that your kid quickly becomes your friend Mm -hmm. when they leave the house. When my daughter leaves the house... 
yeah, I want her to call me to say, hey, dad, my water's leaking. Can you come over and fix it? Uh, this is happening. I need your help with this. Yes, I want all those things. But I also just want a buddy. Yeah. I just want her to be able to be like, hey, you want to come over and watch the game? I, I hooked up my own cable. I set my own mm-hmm. TV up. I have my own rent, you know. And I think that she is well, well down the path. And, like, making your kids hang out with you is going to make them not want to hang out with you as much. That makes perfect sense. Like, if you smothered me my whole life and I left and, like, I'm not coming back, if they're just going to make me do stuff with them. Right. I'm not going to value that time at all. Right. Especially for doing something I really don't want to do. Like, going on walks. Yeah. I never cook because I'm not a walk type of girl. I'm outside. <laughs> I'm outside I'm but, like, when we do do things, like, go to Fabletics and, like, go play frisbee golf, then I'm more present because I'm actually having a good time. Yeah. It's like if I made you guys go to, like, football games with me. Right. Like, that's not going to be... Right. Why would you want to go to that? Yeah, so find things... You're saying find things that you're more mutually interested in? Yeah, and I would more, like, ask if you want to go instead of be like, we're going. Gotcha. Kind of, like, offer it to the table instead of... Hey, you want to go on a walk? You're forcing. No. Hey, do you want to play Mario Party? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I think, I mean, that makes that makes so much sense to me, and I think it'll make a lot of sense to the people listening that, you know, it's a relationship. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, we're learning too. Yeah. And, you know, there's no, we talked about communication in a couple of podcasts ago, a couple episodes ago, we talked about it in relationships, like you and your boyfriend or, or mm-hmm. me and mom. Um communication but I think that that also has to go with your children right you can't I can't like just read your mind like if you want me to do something and you've maybe told me once it's like people are telling me things all the time yeah and vice versa I go to work it's not one thing's gonna stick with me so I think communication is the only way that you'll be on good terms yeah and the same page Mm -hmm. yeah because if you're unhappy about something I need to know yeah so I can change my behavior right and same thing, if, if she's upset about something, it, she has to tell me, or if we are saying, hey, it's time to go for a walk, and we do that a bunch of nights in a row, she's just going to be not wanting to be here when we go for walks. Cause, it just feels like hostile. Yeah. Or I'm like, I'm, un- like, I'm uncomfortable. So make more options for your yeah. kids. I would say more, be more open to them saying no. Gotcha. Because everyone says no. Okay, and if... Would you recommend that if if I asked you a bunch, if I tried to make a bunch of plans with you, and you kept saying no, saying no, saying no, what should my course of action, should we sit down and have a conversation like about what I'm bringing to the table to ask you about? Or some parents, I'm sure, are out there asking their kids to do a bunch of stuff, and their kids are saying no all the time. We don't have that issue, but if we did, what should I as a parent do to fix that? I think like before like reflecting on what they're doing, I would see what you're doing first. Like how are you, are you telling them? And gotcha. are you only doing like things they that isn't up their alley. Right. Like asking them to like um, repair, like go to Home Depot. Yeah, you don't want to go to Home Depot. Home Depot. No. You go to Lululemon yeah, all day. Happily. <laughs> but I think it's more of a you see you got it's like give and take. You gotta give, I think that's the best way to put it. You gotta give some things up for it to go good. Yeah. Like, you can't just expect your teenager to do everything because they have their life too. Even though they still, like, technically, like, are you. Yeah, like but your like, kid. And, yeah, yeah, I get but, it. But, I mean, we have stuff, we have a million things going on too. Like, Respect it, yeah. Yeah. Love it. 
Love it. Look at that. Play together, stay together, getting deep on episode 10. I'm just in my feels today. <laughs> I gotta go to that Taylor Swift concert. Oh, yeah. Please uh, go to the GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, Callie's gonna start a GoFundMe. We will put it as a link. She is trying to go to the Taylor Swift concert, but more importantly, we gotta get her to meet. Yeah. Taylor Swift, if you're listening, which please. I'm sure you probably are, I think T Swift is a big she's, yeah, play together, she's, stay together. 100%. Girl. She's not a busy woman. We'll let you get on the pod if you hook Callie up. I would lose it. She can have my seat. You and her interview episode, we'll say 25. Episode 25, Callie will do an exclusive interview with Taylor Swift, and then there will be a four-hour <laughs> video about their week just spending <laughs> together as best friends. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right, well, we are going to take a quick break. Uh, Rachel's going to get back in the hot seat. We are going to talk a little bit about um, some relationship stuff. Some stuff we have coming up, but be on the lookout for Callie doing more podcasts because she just rocked it, and we'll be right back. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back for part two of episode 10 for Play Together, Stay Together podcast. I'm Zach. This is Rachel. Hello. Hello. Um, we are going to get into it, get right into it. You know, you just had a great you know, 15, 20 minutes from Cali uh, while Rachel was gone. And now you're going to get a good probably 10, 15 minutes from us. Um, and we are going to kind of get back to what this podcast is about and talk about, um, you know, relationship stuff. That's kind of what we wanted this podcast to be about, right? Mm -hmm. um, was our relationship, relationship help, um, you know, play together, stay together. Play together is us hanging out, doing stuff. Um and then stay together is obviously our marriage. Yeah. So our topic today is the word attitude. Attitude in a relationship. You know, the last time we talked about relationship stuff, we focused on communication. Um, and that was a huge success. We had a ton of people reaching out to us, telling us, you know, their stories and what communication means to them. But now we want to talk about attitude. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's a big... <laughs> attitude is, I think, a big word in a way. Yeah. Because it can stem off from so many different things, not just what I think the generic people think about just attitude, like you have a bad attitude. Right. It can be, you know, the positives, the negatives, how you look on life and how you talk to others, how you, you know, anything. So yeah. I actually had a hard time with this podcast. I not really know... I mean... It's hard to talk about, in my opinion. I agree. Um, and we're going to try to focus mostly on attitude when it comes to your relationship, like with your significant other or your partner, um, and attitude when it comes to family life. Mm -hmm. So let's start off with just talking about attitude with your significant other. Um, I think that's huge in relationships. I agree. I think that that can make or break a relationship. Um, you know, Rachel and I really try to stay away from negative people, mm -hmm. people that are, you know, always down about something. This isn't right. Or this is going this way. You know, people that can't find the good in life. We try to stay away from. And I think that that kind of pushes us closer together because we try to be so positive. Yeah. Um, and that can rub people the wrong way sometimes. Yeah. They positivity. think you're too good for them in a way because yeah. you're positive and if you start, you know, stop paying out with that person because they're so negative, it's like right. they get offensive 
for because they don't see the bigger picture, but they don't see their attitude. They yeah. don't see why we're not attracted to that in the way. Right. And, you know, in our relationship, the communication plays a huge part. But the communication only works if you have the same attitude. Mm -hmm. If you're both on that positive attitude that, you know, hey, we want to do well for each other. So we're going to put good vibes out in the universe. Yeah. You know, I'm not a give me a crystal, you know, all that mumbo. Well, I'm not going to call it mumbo jumbo because some people believe in it. I, I just subscribe to you get what you put out. Yeah. So we put out good vibes. We try to be very positive towards each other, whether it's, you know, just when we talk about our relationship, when we're hanging out, um, when there's a lot of things in this world that can bring us down. Oh, yeah. We try to just move that out, whether it's news, you know, or watching something on TV or seeing something online or something somebody said to us or, you know, coworkers or friends or family or whatever it is. We try to not let that negativity bring our attitude towards each other and towards our family down. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it. And we've had plenty of family members and close friends who have just been extremely negative and nothing is ever good enough. We've completely written them off. And yeah, I mean, we'll try and circle back years down the road and see if that person has grown up or changed. And some of them have, and but some of them, it's just not worth it. But right. it's you got to look out, you know, for you. And it's selfish as some people think, but I would expect others to look out for themselves as well in a way with that. But it's, you just, you have to look out for you and your family. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand that. I find that a lot of people will almost give you, give you shit if yeah. that's the way that you kind of live your life is, you know, it's not even so much that it's a selfish thing as much as it is, I don't want to be around that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't want to be around people that are going to do nothing but complain and, you know, act that way. So I just stay to myself. Yeah. Or I, you know, I try to not let those people come in my life. And I think you do the same. And I hope that all the people out there listening kind of see that if you want to live a positive life, you have to surround yourself with positive people, people that'll help you grow, people that'll keep it light, people that'll, you know, move it forward. Mm-hmm. I just see so many people that want to complain, complain. And I fall into that too, as I'm sure we all do. Yeah, we're not perfect. I no. mean, we go through, I think, phases of our lives and just time, like seasonal changes, things yeah. like that. You kind of get in a rut where nothing's it's going easy right. To complain. Yeah. And I think we both have done that and mm-hmm. we get our, we get each other out of it though. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I know if you're going through something and I notice you're just really, you know, fascinated on this one thing where it's like just negative it's like all right i gotta bring you out because you would do the same thing to me and same with our kids where i don't even know an example but (laughs) it it happens we're not perfect we fall in ruts like that and you just got to have that partner or someone in your life that's willing to kind of pull you out of it and give you that positive feedback right i agree i agree that positive feedback and that that grabbing you and saying hey Wake up. Cut this shit out. You know, (laughs) shake them a little bit. Everything's not working against you. And, you know, whether it's at work or, you know, with family members or friends, I see a lot of people that are like, oh, this is going wrong. This is going wrong. They could be doing this better. You know, and a lot of people want to complain about that stuff, which is cool. I don't, if you want to complain, complain. Mm -hmm. I, that doesn't bother me. I don't care. But I just, I want to get myself away from it. 
uh, as much as I can and try not to fall into it. Yeah. We choose not to live that way. And that's, that's a choice. I mean, like I said, not everyone around us is that way and that's okay, but we choose the positivity, positivity over everything. And we try to definitely instill that in our family as well. Yeah. And I think that's huge for our kids to see is, you know, we don't tell them not to be afraid of things. We don't tell them not to be like anxious about things. We just try to push them in a direction of a more positive attitude about everything. You know, we bought Addison, our youngest daughter, uh, an electric scooter, like one that you ride on. It looks like a little Vespa. Santa did. Santa did. Um, And that was two Christmases ago when she was six. Hated it. We rode it a couple times. She went over the handlebars both times. (laughs) Hated it, hated it, hated it. Um, Had a terrible attitude about it. Rightfully so. She went over the handlebars. Um, But we just got back on it and now she loves it. She ran the battery out over the weekend uh, because she loves it so much. So it's really just... It's guiding those attitudes to a place of positivity mm-hmm. and acceptance and getting them to be okay with everything. Yeah. And when they do have something that goes bad or wrong, trying to teach them ways to deal with it so they can keep that positive attitude. Um, you know, and we just did this whole segment with Callie and talking about, you know, parenting and this and that and it all kind of circles back to communication like we talked Mm -hmm. about, but the attitude. Yeah. If she has a good attitude about us and we have a good attitude about her, that's going to make our lives so much easier than if somebody's like, I don't want to hang out with them. I don't want to be around them. I don't want to do this. You know, (laughs) a good attitude will take you way further in life than anything else. A hundred percent. I totally agree with that. I I used to work at, a big company and there were so many people around me that had just shit attitudes and never wanted to have good outlook on life and if you'd come in positive they would do anything in their power to bring you down and it's just being out from that is so life-changing yeah because I'm surrounded by people who have good attitudes and want to see the best in life and in you and it's just it's different so I, I just choose to be around those type of people it's yeah not worth being around negativity because it will literally suck the life out of you and it's not worth it. Right. And it's infectious. Negativity is infectious. Yeah. Because the people around you are negative, then you become negative. And then you're this negative person. It's like, how did I become this way? Right. And I just, I can't ever be like that. (laughs) (laughs) And you got to try to pull your, sometimes you got to try to pull yourself out of it. Yeah. I saw, you know, a couple months ago, I was going through a real hard time at work. Um, just with different people and you know I was very negative about it and I have a very close friend that I work with and I would kind of just vomit all that negativity on him um, to the point where I could tell that he saw a change in my attitude and he kind of said hey you know is it worth it is it worth being upset about you know this person or that person they don't affect your life. Why are you letting them get to you? And it really, it kind of hit home. And I was like, why? They're not affecting me. Yeah. You can't let them win. Cause that's ultimately what they want. They want to affect your life in such a way with their shit attitude where it's yeah. starting to affect you. Yeah. And you know, talking to him about it, just like Rachel does for me at home, he kind of did for me at work. And now it, like it doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. If anything, it's, it's almost comical. Um, that, I would even let 
of a person that's trying to be negative towards me or around me bring me down and, and just rising above all that and letting myself know that I'm doing what's right. Yeah. My attitude is good. I'm moving forward. I'm getting to the places I want to be. I'm hitting the check marks I want to hit. It's huge. Yeah. And, and most people will slowly realize that they're not affecting you anymore. And then you'll notice their attitude changes too to more positive because yeah. the negativity that they're trying to instill in you, is it's not working. Right. And I think that that's, that's how you keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And if they want to be negative, they can be negative with somebody else. Because yeah. I'm just going to be positive, positive, positive. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and in terms of family with the positivity, just circling back real quick, we do that all the time with our kids. Mm-hmm. All the time. Whether it's let's play a game and laugh and bring everybody's spirits up, or let's have a conversation about something fun, or let's play the would you rather game, something that we know works to get our kids to, you know, brighten up. Yeah. To get us to brighten up, to get everybody really on that, hey, life is good. Mm -hmm. We don't have to be at Disney World or at Cedar Point or, you know, doing all these things to, to have fun and to smile and to have good attitudes. We can do all these things at home that really enhance our attitudes. Yeah. Which is what we want. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they can definitely make life so much better. Right? I think. I do, too. And, you know, with your significant other, having a good attitude will make or break your marriage. Yeah. 100%. And just like communication, you have to have it. You have to have that good attitude. Yeah. And you have to, like, know when to identify when your person is in that rut to be able to pull them out Mm -hmm. and not get upset when they're, you know, calling you out on your shit in a way. Yeah. You just, you got to have that open line of communication and it goes with the attitude too. And you have to mirror the Mm -hmm. attitude. You know, if, if I'm a positive person and you're a negative person, this ain't going to work. No. I mean, I know opposites attract, but not like that. To a certain point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what I would do if you were consistently negative. I don't know how you could stay with somebody. No. I mean, that's an unhappy life. And I think that, you know, kind of goes back to the communication is if I see you being super negative, I need to talk to you about it Mm -hmm. so we don't go down a dark path where your negativity breeds resentment and then I start to become negative and then we start (laughs) to hate each other, you know, because that can be a slippery slope. Oh, yeah. I mean, how many of our friends have we seen go down a, a, a bad path in their relationship, whether it worked out or didn't work out? And you think to yourself, gosh, if they would have communicated mm-hmm. and they would have had a better attitude, this if probably... If they just listened to our podcast, our marriage would be fine, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You're on with Dr. Phil and Dr. <laughs> Phyllis. Um, but, yeah, attitude, attitude, attitude. Um, it's not... It, just it's a key to any kind of relationship. It. Yeah. Put on a smile. Or even... It doesn't have to be a smile. Just... Look at life half full. Yeah. And let your partner know that you're in it with them. You're going to have a good attitude through the thick and thin. And you're going to make things work because you want them to work because your attitude is is in that mindset of this is going to be good. Yep. We are good together. We both love to do all these things together. Attitude. Yeah. And even if there's something that your partner does, like a sport and you're just not into it, whatever, find something that both of you may like. Zach and I went and played pickleball for the first time. A couple hours ago. So much fun. Yeah. Like, I was honestly really nervous, and I probably didn't have the best attitude going into it because 
I got home from work and he's like, let's go play. I'm like, oh. She didn't have a good attitude going into it. I had no idea anything about it, but it was really fun. She's like, you want to go for a walk? And I said, no. We <laughs> bought this pickleball set. We haven't used it. There's a bunch of courses down by us. You know, let's go play pickleball. And she's like, I don't know how to play. So, I don't know how to play. And, you know, and I seriously asked her, do you want to watch a YouTube video? I think she thought I was kidding. We didn't end up watching it. We just went and we started hitting the ball back and forth. Yeah. And it was fun. It was so much fun. But attitude played a big point because we got about halfway through hitting the ball back and forth. And I could tell Rachel was having fun. So I was like, okay, I'm going to stop it here because we'll go out on a high note. So we played a game to five and I was like, all right, you want to be done? She was having so much fun. We played another game. And I won. So attitude, her attitude just going from, you know, that initial, not negative, but not super on board to being so positive made that such a great experience for us as a couple, us as a team that now, you know, one of the things she brought up, she's like, we should get four, two more paddles and we can bring the girls. Mm-hmm. So now that thing that started off maybe a little lower <clears throat> on her priority and, and on her attitude board jumped up super high because she had an open mind and she just went with it and loved it. Um, we have one more thing to talk about, which is pretty cool um, and exciting for our listeners is we we're on a lot of platforms. Right? What are we on? We're on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Apple, all those. Okay, so we can do a lot of PG stuff on those. We're never going to do anything rated R or anything past that, but we want to do a little bit more of a nitty gritty mm-hmm. couples. Yeah, um, on one of the pay sites. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's called Patreon, um, and we're going to do a podcast on that. Uh, It's going to be maybe like one every two weeks. It's going to be a little bit more nitty gritty, talking about keeping it spicy, talking about some of the things that we do to keep it spicy. Um, But it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. That's coming to you soon. Paradise Golf Apparel just got a bunch of new merch in. And I promise you we're listening, we're listening, we're listening. We know you want Play Together, Stay Together merch. It's coming. It's just a long time in the process. Um, We're trying to come up with the logo and and do everything that we want there. But it's coming, right? Yep. Yeah. (laughs) That's it for episode 10. Leave them off with something. What can we say? Attitude. Yeah. Just be positive. Have a best outlook on life and live every day like it's the last, honestly, because that's the best way you're going to do it. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. That's it for us. Play together, stay together, out. Peace.